Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On today's episode, we discuss the mystery of the missing air conditioner. We chat about things drag queens do that Bianca hates. And we found out what made Monet say this. And you're giving me fucking Aretha Franklin after the after the fucking rigor mortis said it, bitch. And we find out what made Bob say this. I look like a fucking extra from Selma. Oh my God, you have a work the world fan? It's you. That is me. I, you know what? That work the world was really, really, really fun. I always got really upset that, not upset, but I really, the universe is shady because I never got to do work the world with you, Bunny, or Bianca. And I think that that would have been really, really fun to do with y'all. Uh, I never got to do it with Bianca, but I did get to do it with Bunny, and I got to do it with myself <laughs> a few times as well. Well, so so when I so the first time, so I first did work the world when I was on season ten, and Brandon called me in to host for like four cities because because uh, surprise, Shangela dropped out of four cities. So oh my host. god, that is my so, co-star! How dare you! So I went to go do it, and then Bunny was also leaving for whatever reason, and they and they only had two bunks in the in the thing, Shanto's bunk and Bunny's bunk, and they were like all the all the girls like Monet, Monet, whatever you do, do not sleep in Bunny's bunk. I was like, why? And girl, I opened Bunny's bunk. She somehow fell asleep on chocolates, and they melted all in her bunk. So Bunny's bunk is just melted chocolate all in her bunk, which I still don't believe it. I think she shit herself. That's what I think. But you think her shit shit smelled like chocolate? (laughs) 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 I don't know. That's how that works. But I do love that Bunny is really taking chocolate chaser to a whole new level. All the way, like, she's like, oh, I will sleep with chocolate tonight. Hell or high water. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, so it, it, so yeah. So we we're now back in. Bob is old and country as hell. He couldn't get his wireless headphones to work. So now he has the Generation One iPhone. Your arms oh, I'm trying to unplug your iPod so it doesn't die. Oh my god! Y'all are so damn busted. Over there. Your ketchup looking ass, old fucking glass. You got you, you got to talk, Mrs. French's mustard. <laughs> isn't that you isn't that, on the French's lady? Isn't that the wig that RuPaul told you to stop wearing? <laughs> You all right? Uh, you know what? Let me try to be nice because we have company, so I don't want to be rude. Uh, what? Why? Why would you? Why would you try something new today? First of all, I love. I what? love how your nails are ketchup, your dress is mustard, and you got the nerve to come for me, bitch! And I got some mayonnaise in my panties for you. Damn. 
nail. That is fucking disgusting. But I relish in this moment. <laughs> you know what, Bob? You fucking just deal with it, okay? I don't got time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the jokes are only going to get worse later. Bianca's coming on the show. <laughs> this is such, this is always going to be a ridiculous episode, and I feel like okay. First of all, I feel like something happened on um, we released on our Patreon this week, an exclusive, which showed that you finally got beat by me in Smash Brothers. You said you'd give me $1,000 if I beat you. Okay, okay, I have okay, video okay, okay. footage all, of me beating you. For can you run me my money? For all Patreons, y'all can watch the footage. Bob played me five times in a row. He lost every time. And then when we started inviting people into the thing, he finally won a match. So, okay, but that's wow, not what, Bob, but that's not what we said. Odds. What you said was, if I ever beat you, give me... My, my Venmo was at Bob the Drag Queen. I will take you the last four of my phone suck number. Your my dick because you ain't getting a fucking penny from me, bitch. Wow. You know what? This this proves a lot about you. Just you, Such a uh-huh. nasty lady. So nasty. <laughs> so rude. Just like, Why are you fanning so much? Because it's hot, Monet. I am in my, first of all, how long, I've been in drag all day, which is so annoying. Which I've been in drag since 11 a.m. And I'm not going to say any names, but I did a spot for a pop... Surprise, a popular food brand. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and doing the spot, the director kept on changing stuff and I kept on doing it. But like he like he would give me like lines and he kept on changing the line every time. So I did like each line, no kidding, maybe 22 times. And he was like, oh, add this word, add this, change this. Oh, what about that? And then like they work, you know when you do a thing and they're not even clear about the script. So they want to get like all the options just in case. I'd be like, are y'all paying per word up in this motherfucker? Is y'all adding words in this bitch? Yeah, let's, I would like to add some 10 letter words up in this piece. Um, but I, I I busted out my uh, my yellow and I, I actually Jacob was like, should we call Monet and try to coordinate? And then you fully ended up coordinating coincidentally. We we are very Ronald McDonald up in this piece today. I was thinking you know, I did my lips today, Monet, because you always um say that my lips you don't like this lip on me. But I was like, I'm doing. I'm just no, I love that lip on you. It's your top one begins to fade. That's what I don't like. But today it looks great. It looks they, they, you look like a nice bleached asshole. Um, what, yeah, I'm surprised what, that you so warm. What is, I have I have I have central air in my apartment. You do not have central. You do not. Yes, Monet. I do. I've been in your. Okay, you can tell these little uh, these little listeners who ain't never been up in your um, luxurious home. But I've been there before. You do not have central anything in your apartment. You barely have running water. <laughs> I fully have central air. Okay, Monet, you do on. not have. Okay, next time I go to your apartment, which I won't be there because that goddamn cat you have now. I'm taking some pictures of your fucking clunky ass air conditioner in your drag room. The one in your fucking. Um, oh, also, Monet has one window unit in her bedroom that she thinks air conditions her whole house. Any no, New Yorker I, knows. Any no. New Yorker knows you need a unit in each room because in the motherfucking summertime, your whole apartment turns into a goddamn easy bake oven. And that is the real thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I only have those window units to make me seem more relatable. I don't do. I don't actually use them. I use them to make me relate to my fans and to you, more importantly. So, <laughs> well, man, you, you, you know, you're coming. You have working on your company. That was a good one. I gotta say, hats off. Hats off to you. You really, you really been working. <laughs> on your no, you did not. <laughs> you really been working on your on your biz. Tell me a little bit about your your couture uh, Freddy uh, Krueger sweater you chosen to wear today. Well, you know me. I love a sweater. I wore this to, to the meet and greets in on our single rivalry store, and someone commented uh, on one of the pictures. There's a picture of you in your church lady outfit, <laughs> and me, and with like your little wig, and me with this. I'm like my big curly shag wig, and they were like. 
Baba and they literally are the big older uh, boss sister and the young hip cool sister. I was like, you know what? I accept oh, they, that. They think I'm young, hip, and cool. Oh my god, that's so nice. <laughs> I love this. I love the patrons. Thank you so much, siblings. Um, I feel like we should honestly. I know that we normally talk for a little bit, but I really feel like. This week, we should just jump in and invite Girl, our guests. Girl, we need to. Because she's a fucking cut up in the kiki. She's sitting in the library getting ready to read bitches <laughs> down. Let's just welcome her to the show. Let's welcome Bianca! Hey! I'm excited to be here, and I have to tell you, wait, you were talking about air conditioners and window units, and I have the ultimate window unit story for you. It's so sad, because as you both were talking, I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. But the window unit story is best. So cut to 2005, and I'm at Splash, and Bunny is DJing, and I'm hosting for the evening, which basically means doing anything to make money. So I'm there, and in the middle of the night, while Bunny and I are talking, RuPaul shows up. Now, this is like, yeah, this is like, Random RuPaul. This is, I think, what, 2005? Oh, was before. I know You know this story. Keep it's, going, wait, keep it's, going. It's before Drag Race. So uh, we're standing there, and here is, uh, Bunny goes, girl, I want you to meet Bianca. And Ru looks at me, and she kind of goes, mm-hmm. And then I look at her and go, well, I knew you when you used to be famous and walk away because I'm being, I'm crossed over at this point, okay? Cut two. 20 minutes later, Bunny is running after me on the dance floor. She goes, girl, girl. Because years ago when they lived together, Rue and Bunny Bunny had an apartment. And when RuPaul decided to leave the apartment, she took Bunny's air air conditioning unit. So- Bunny has never forgiven her. Bunny said, girl, I woke up one day, it was hot, and I said, where is my unit? And RuPaul had taken it. So cut to us at Splash, (laughs) and I walk away from Ru after saying my nasty drunken comment, and Bunny comes chasing me, and she goes, girl, did you mention the windy unit? I'm like, what are you talking about? 15, 20 years later, did you mention, could you imagine me at Splash going, where's Bunny's window unit at, Rue? Where's it at? Here's the thing. Bunny has been obsessed with this fucking window unit unit. for years. And when RuPaul came back to perform at Wigstock in like, after, after it was during the time, um, look, looking good and feeling gorgeous, which is wearing that, that like, uh, gold lame cowboy suit. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, as RuPaul went to go on stage, Bunny just, if you read RuPaul's book, Bunny's in there. As she goes on stage, RuPaul says, the queens behind me said, everybody say steal. And then RuPaul <laughs> had to go on stage. She didn't name Bunny, but if you know Lady Bunny, that was it's clearly... Shady. Took her window unit. But the all-time favorite was that Sherry Vine was telling me a story about Bunny, which I love dearly, is that they were doing wig stock, and they couldn't do it outside for some reason, so it was called Wig Knot, and it was indoors. <laughs> and right before Sherry went on, and Bunny's hosting, she Sherry looks at Bunny, and she goes, you know, I have this joke. I don't know if I should use it. you know. And Bunny goes, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, let me just tell you the joke and see if you like it. So she tells her the joke, and Bunny says, I think you should do it. So Bunny went on stage and goes, before I welcome Sherry Vine, she did the joke, Bunny. Oh my Sherry God. Kent took the joke. That, that shady cunt. I said, that is I'd so kill her. lady funny. She would it tell is. your joke and then be like, and you should tell it. And then that Thank is. Thank you. Yeah. Uh huh. Rotted. Bunny used, to, Bunny used to sit off the side of the stage when you worked the world and like yeah. you wouldn't get too close to her because she would like pull a piece of your drag off of you as yeah. they say your name. No, she would not. Well, yes. She's, she's, she's insane. Like she called me the other day and literally for 10 minutes, Apple. Apple, 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 <laughs> Apple, then hangs up. So I call her back. I said, what do you want? 
You don't like apples, fag? What the fuck? Like, who does this? And why am I entertaining her? I don't know. I'll tell you one more ridiculous uh, bunny story. So we were all um, doing the... Uh, you were in this show. You were hosting the show. Drag Queens of Comedy in San Francisco with uh, oh, yeah. Sasha Soprano. Yes. And all the drag queens... If you ever go to the Castro Theater, I mean, I probably shouldn't be telling you all this, but the yeah. dressing room is literally right behind the mezzanine. So if you're in the mezzanine, yes. if you go around back, there's like a little curtain up area. All the drag queens are just hiding in that area. Because so there's no we, backstage. Because there's no exactly. backstage. Because it's a. It used to be a movie house. And it's yeah, so it's tiny. So, it's yeah. so. Well, yeah. well, Bob and I did our show there. We're, Bob, me and Bob's big black asses were in this little Harry Potter closet, uh, uh, fucking trying to get dressed and sweating and shit. <laughs> so we're so we're sitting backstage, and all of us really want to go. Um, all of us want to like go see each other set. We have, we haven't seen each other before. We want to see each other set. So everyone goes to the mezzanine and kind of just hides. So it's yeah. always with me. R.I.P. Lady Red Couture is there. Um, Alaska, Willem. We're all just like on the staircase. And it's kind of distracting. And one of Peaches Christ's like little monsters or goonies, or whatever, comes out and is like, <laughs> we really need you all to go backstage. So we're all like, okay, okay, okay. We go backstage. But Bunny wouldn't leave. She just wouldn't leave. No. And she's like, Bunny, can you please, can you please go backstage? And then Bunny just looks at her and goes, <laughs> and then she was like, Bunny, please don't do this, Bunny. I really need you to go backstage. And Bunny's like, Bunny! Oh no! my God. Like That's during the- Alaska's set, and then she goes, Bunny, I'm begging you, please. She goes, duh, duh, duh. and then she goes, oh, whatever. And then That's she funny. just left. And then I went back and I was like, Bunny, she goes, well, that's how you get what you put. Girl. <laughs> but you know, my all-time favorite is that she tells me, because you know when she does her little laugh in, and it's like, din, 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 and she tells all these ridiculous things. And at the end, she goes, thank you. And I said, why do you say thank you? She goes, girl, so they know it's over. And I said, that's a good way to look at it. You know, it's done. I have to tell you, Bianca, so, so something that myself, Bob, and our good friend Mateo bond over is that and uh, I want to say what, Bob? Ten, ten years? No, no, seven years ago. Yeah. No, it, it, it was after you filmed Drag Race, but before it had aired. It was yes. announced. Yeah. Okay. So, so about so about that time, you did the Derek and Romaine show, and Bunny was the guest yes. host. Yes. And that fucking radio show, I listen to it once every couple of months. We'll put a it link in the so, bio. We'll put a link. Oh, we'll bio. put a link. It is so fucking funny, and it was just, it's just you and Buddy just fucking, it was just so funny. But you know what it is? You know what it is? And I I, I know this because I know you two as well, which I don't think every, I mean, usually people that tune into your show only know where Bob went to school, that Bob's from Atlanta, that Bob and you get. I I want to say, Bob knows Whoopi Goldberg. But I, I haven't even listened to the podcast. That's just the children online. But I'm saying, I'm saying is that, you know, when there's queens that you get and people, and I think people forget this, especially with Drag Race, as amazing as drag is all over the world and globally, and we get to travel, we get to do this. I think the essence of drag is us being catty and hateful to one another or enjoying each other's company. You know, and you guys got this sibling rivalry going on. And I think Bunny and I have this, you know, grandmother, granddaughter moment. But (laughs) in the end, it's just that we get it and we... I'm laughing at her laughing at me laughing at us laughing, you know? And I think that gets lost nowadays, you know? That everybody's gotta be so serious and so perfect. It's like, honey, if you think everyone's serious and perfect, you're gonna be fucked for the rest of your life. That's all I gotta say. Well, I also love today, I mean, me and Bianca, I will say we got to be some really popular queens in New York City while Monet worked at Pieces. But you and I, Bianca, (laughs) got to- (laughs) Wait, you call that working? She was working? (laughs) 
It's working on my <laughs> fucking nerves. Bianca, I took over. I took over for you at Testosterone, and they had never had such a packed and amazing show as to when I hosted Testosterone Thursdays. You know, Bianca, let me tell you right now. Monet does this thing where yeah. she claims things, whether they're true or just like her uh, central gonna, air in her building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just going to call no. her, <laughs> let's just call her Trump. All right, exactly. Trump, whatever, bitch. Make it up. <laughs> Statistics. Monet did this thing where she took over my show on Monday, <laughs> on Monday nights at Barracuda. And you know, you know about Barracuda. Barracuda is like, it's just a legendary part. If you go work yes. at Barracuda, it's like one of those big, big deals. Yeah. And I got the Monday night spot, which was like this huge night with like Candace Kane for like, I think, 16 years. Yep. Peppermint, Peppermint for 10 years. Yep. I did it for four years. So for 20 years, they only had three hosts. And then I turned it over to Monet Exchange. <laughs> and what happened? And Monet, what do you what do you think happened when you took over? I ther- Mondays were great about First of all, I only did it for one year because I left to go to Drag Race literally the year after, like a year after that. So what are you talking about, bitch? Well, you weren't on the season after me, so it was actually two years. Yeah. So, so what, what about time, the year? What about that all, big year where you unlike, weren't? Unlike, unlike, what unlike, unlike a lot of the other talented girls, like Bianca the Rio, who had to leave all of her gigs, you had to stay and work it for the whole season because you weren't working that much, hon. That is <laughs> not even close. Well, to wait, me. wait. Too, not I'm not gonna take up for Bob because she's Emmy nominated now, but I'm. <laughs> saying but let's be fair so was willem so let's be good and let's be fair <laughs> this past season of drag race got 13 nominations so don't get too excited i'm just saying um is that i was working at the bars and i remember telling because you know how it is when, when you get the call and and yeah. uh, how much time how much time did you have monet before you knew you were going i had uh we had a we, uh, season 10 we had a month all starts for we had like a month and like a week Are you so fucking, and how much and time did you have bob i had two weeks I had a week. I had one fucking week. Yeah. So really? It, that why you think I'm in the same dress in every color? I had a week, bitch. And I was told, oh. like, like I knew, I knew, I must have not been first choice. It must have been some crazy bitch who fucked the psych test. And then I got lingered into it. And then I went to all the bar owners that I was working at. And at that time, it was a good, it was a good year because I was working at uh, the Ritz on Monday night. I was working at Bear, uh, not Bear Industry with you on yep, Tuesday night, Tuesdays. Bob. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Thursday, where the fuck was I? Therapy. I was in Fire Island. Therapy. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was in Fire Island. So I had to go to all of them and say, look, I'm leaving. Like, like I, I got to go do this. I said, it might be a week, but give me a minute. I'll go run and do this. And I promise you, when I. Not all might of be this, a week. <laughs> I don't know. You, know. you don't know, bitch. And then you I'm just really like, you know. You believed in yourself, didn't you? Well, I just said, I'll come back. I mean, you know, a friend of mine said when they heard I was on Drag Race, they said, either Bianca's going to win or she goes home first. So you just never know. Remember, I told her about Wendy, Bunny's air-conditioned unit. She was already pissed at me from Splash. Rue was not having it. I'm so, sorry, now, anyone that's ever been on set for Buzz Drag Race knows apparently she still has that unit because, bitch, it is cold, it's cold. as fuck. It's apparently, cold. RuPaul has been hauling that unit around for 30 the longest extension cord. <laughs> but I left and I told them, I said, if, if, I, if I can go and do this, I'll come back and work. And we filmed, I don't know what the time frame between yours is. We filmed in uh, June and July of 2013. And mm-hmm. they announced us in December and that didn't air until 2014 of February. So we had a lot of time back. Uh, yeah, and I was I was yeah. back at the gigs with Bob and everybody, and I couldn't say anything. Although after a couple of drinks, I told her everything. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah I mean, that was saying we filmed in June, July, no July, August. We announced it in December, but we didn't actually air it until March. So we oh, wow. had like three and a half months of people yeah. being like, people coming to the club being like, 
I heard yes. how oh, you I did. Fucking hate Ooh. that shit. Yeah. I hate, hate, hate. I hate that. They were like, um, so I know where you were this summer, girl. I'm girl. like, shut up. Go drink your fucking cocktail and walk away. Like, why? Well, you know why? what happened? Wait. I made this juice. I told the people that I was going to take. Now, this is me in the moment because I had a week. I'm not even thinking. I'm like, I have to go take care of my sick mother. Well, girl, two friends text me going, we know you don't even like your mother. Where the fuck you going? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? You're like, no, you misunderstood me. I have to go uh, take care of my sick mother. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca, I was wanting to know this. I was wanting to know this. So in light of, obviously, the tie in season four and, like, um, and, and, and like the race being super close, when your season was airing, because, you know, y'all filmed the three winners and also filmed the tie for yours, yeah. did you... Going into the finale, did you genuinely think you were going to win, or did you think, you, or did you think you, you were going to tie? No, I didn't think I was going to win at all. I thought Adore was going to win Work. because she cried, uh, and you know she had uh. that. She had. We just came off of Jinx's season <clears throat> where it was the you know the underdog was the winner, and Adore gave them that journey they wanted. You know, so I thought uh -huh. I'm happy to be in the company of them because obviously, as you know, we all become very good friends when you're with those people, uh, the top yeah. three gals, because you're spending time together. And and through those months you're chatting and talking about it, that when we got back to film the finale, they'd said, we're gonna, uh, they told us at the beginning, we're gonna film three endings. So they go, Rue goes, and the winner is Adora Delano. And then everybody claps and I'm going, all right, that's customary, that's good. Yeah. Then she goes, oh, we need to do that again. And I went in my head, well, why you gotta do it again if you, she ain't gonna win? Why you need it twice? Why? And that was in my head. So now I'm going, mm. Then it's yeah. Adore Delano again, then it was me, and then it was Courtney, which we knew she wasn't gonna win. And then- They did Courtney, they were like, all right, take the film out of the camera. Yeah, we're, we're good. And then, then she, they fucked us and they said, and now let's film. Uh, now they just went ahead. And now we have a tie. And of course, Adore is excited as fuck. And I'm going, we got to split the money. We got to split the money. I would love to see the footage of that moment because it was just like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, give it to one or give it to the other. Tie, I thought, I'd be fine with it. If either one of us won, I didn't think it'd be fair to be a tie. That's all well, I Well, listen, know. I want right. to talk about you winning, but we had to take a short break and okay. we'll be right back. You know all the things that we'd love to do for ourselves, but we haven't done it for whatever reason? Okay, for me, I've always wanted straighter teeth and a better smile. Well, I'm done putting it off. And thanks to Candid, straightening my teeth is simpler, easier, and more comfortable than ever. See, Candid clear liners are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible, unlike wire braces. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who is an expert in tooth movement. It's all done for the comfort and convenience of your own home. Candid only works with orthodontists, never general dentists like other companies. Plus, your supervising orthodontist will be with you every step of the way. With Candid, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. You always know. I love that. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than braces. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, all my listeners can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit. Go to candidco.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry. That's candidco.com slash rivalry, code rivalry. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit candidco.com slash rivalry code rivalry you know as 
Monet Exchange and as Kevin Burton. I feel like I have a great skin in both. And with, with my makeup, Monet looks fierce. And with my skincare, Kevin looks even fiercer. And that is kind of the joys of Busy. You can grab yourself a drink that can do both with this hard seltzer delicious drink, honey. Busy stands out by having something all the other hard seltzers don't, antioxidant vitamin C. Extracted from the Acerola cherry, a superfruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. There are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with four bold and refreshing natural flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier and it's a lot tastier. You can have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate. The possibilities are endless! I personally love the pineapple mango flavor and it's great by itself, but it's also amazing in cocktails. Fizzy is refreshing, it tastes great, and it never hurts to add some vitamin C and antioxidants into the mix. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Fizzy is more exhilarating than the last. Upgrade your heart salsa with Fizzy. To find out where you can purchase Fizzy, go to VizzyHeartSalsa.com. That's VizzyHeartSalsa.com. And you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com fm slash music plus talk. That's anchor.fm slash m-u-s-i-c-p-l-u-s-t-a-l-k to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. Now, here's the thing about you winning. So I was, of course, in New York City, we were Bianca crazy. I mean... Of when you were on the girl. show, we were all we were like we were like we need this, we we need <laughs> everywhere this. Everywhere you but went, you know, everywhere you went, every bar, every every gay restaurant in Hell's Kitchen in fucking Chelsea, it was fucking Team Bianca or but, fucking die. But you do know that I worked at every one of those bars and was fired from every one of those bars at some point <laughs> in my life. But also, to be fair, I say this to everyone: at the time when I got to do the season, which was six, and you and I, Bob, because you were eight, the the only queens in New York City at that time that were actually working actively in the city consistently that went on the show. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. Manila, Manila and all that. They ain't had no shows. They ain't had, no. that's why she did 14 All-Stars. She didn't have no shows. <laughs> so it was a different feeling. I guess that you were kind of amongst the people and also- Well, not just that, but yeah. even on your season, I mean, people, and this is no shade to Milk, but I remember when yeah. Milk was like, I'm from New York. I was like, this bitch ain't from New York. I had no idea who this bitch was. from New York. Agreed. Yeah. But a bit, agreed, I had the same agreed. situation with Vivacious. Vivacious was like, hello. And I'm Mother. like- Yeah, it was one of those moments. I was like, 
okay. Mama, you know me, Bianca. You've seen yeah. me a million times in the clubs. You know exactly who I am. Look at me, Mama. Look at me, Mama. Look at That's me, Mama. That's a pretty good vibration. Mother Bianca, good. you are absolutely stunning. You that got is, the children is, is every time. You sound like, you either sound like a vivacious or really constipated Shaquita. <laughs> so either way, it's not a compliment. Yeah. But the thing about, so back to you winning, Here's there's a little bit of folklore um, so Bianca, I said, Bianca, you're going to win. We all, we needed you to win. So they're like, Bianca, you're going to win. And Bianca goes, girl, I ain't about to win. I said, you are going to win. And she goes, bitch, if I win, I give you a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I said, okay. So of course Bianca won. Oh my God. The, yes. Oh, the, is this how it happened? Yes. Okay. And then the very next day, Bianca, like after she won, we had a show or something. Cause it, back when it used to air on Mondays. Yes. We had a yes, show Monday on night. Tuesday. Yeah. And to, Mondays are a drag. Remember that on yeah. Long ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bianca came in. She goes, I'm, I'm, here, here it is, man of my word. She gave me the $100 bill. And what you don't know, Bianca, is I took, we actually need to get the bill back. I took that money and I wrote my name on it. I was like, I'm going to give it to someone no. I believe in one day. Someone who is like on the way up, I'll believe in them and they'll give it to someone. So yeah. I gave it to a Monet Exchange. So Monet took the money. She are wrote the. Yes, it's this, this. This is insane. Okay. So Monet wrote yeah. this is before Monet had like all the gigs and stuff. And then she's like started getting more popular. Then she wrote her name and she got cast. And then I said, Monet, only thing is you have to give this to someone who you think is like you believe is going to do big things. And then Monet gave it to Jan Sport, who ended up and on the next season. That didn't age very well. So yeah, wait. So, so can I ask for my money back? Is it too late to get the money? <laughs> See, you fucked it up when you gave it to white people. That's the fucking problem, bitch. Oh, my God. We got to okay, stay in the POC you? chamber, bitch. I know, I know, I know. Right down. I fucked, I, I fucked up the legacy, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. But Jan has it. We need to get the bill back to you so you can write your fucking name on it. This bill yes, is worth do it. so much fucking money at this point. Let's it's, do it. Let's do it. Oh, my least, God, yeah. It's worth at least $102. Well, let me tell you, that $100, that $100 is working more than what I pay in taxes because I'm paying a lot in taxes and I goddamn thing happening but that little hundred dollars is making people's dreams especially for you come true have you seen what someone said someone wrote online said honestly I'm voting for coronavirus president coronavirus has uh, cleared up the streets the air is more breathable Uh, people are being nicer to each other they're like coronavirus has done more for the corona 2021 yeah that's can we we also talk about how season six Honestly, well, season six, in, in my opinion, I think Bob too. We talked about this before. Has the best promo in Drag Race history. Well, do you that know- scene of Bianca sitting in the library. Wait, are you ready for this? Out. Wait, so this is the ultimate. This is what's so fucked up. You know, ooh, I never ooh, get to ooh, talk ooh. about this with anybody, so it's kind of funny to, to to relive it now. I mean, amongst ourselves, we discuss it, but we were the first season that had seven and seven. So we had the first yeah, episode. Two, yeah, that's right. Two groups. So we had seven and seven for 14 of us, which I thought was pretty genius because you get to meet the first seven yeah. and our seven. So when we were yeah. flown to Los Angeles to watch the premiere of the first episode, we knew we were not on the first episode, but we thought, well, they're going to let us see the second no, bitch. They flew us to Los Angeles, and we only see the first episode, which was all weird to us because we're like, "Well, we'd like to see us." I go Mm-mm, next week, but then what was interesting? We filmed one, two, because you know every two days is one episode, so we did yeah. three yeah. episodes, and they kept everyone that was eliminated. And then we were filming the the logo promo because at the time they were with Logo, oh. so it was a separate thing. And we get a call that says we need everybody on set. Blah blah blah. This is how it's going to work. It's your day off, but you've got to film this stuff. The theme is black, yep. black and we pink. That, way. <clears throat> that had black uh-huh. and pink, and they hired a stylist 
to bring in all Girl, his fabulous clothes. Trash. Always exactly. trash. Girl, don't even give me I, I'll tell a story about the fucking me. I had a I had it out. Me and the stylist and the producers were about to fight. But go ahead, Bianca. Okay, so here it is. Um, everyone, I don't know this, but but announced to me, everybody else had a 6 a.m. call. I had an eleven thirty call. Don't know why, and I didn't know it because you know you're locked in your room with the tape. So I right, get to right. set. And I see Gia Gunn and I see uh, Laganja all in this strappy, sexy shit. And I'm going, as I'm walking to the fitting, I'm like, this ain't going to be cute. This ain't going to be cute. And then I run into Kelly Mantle. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing here? She goes, girl, I was eliminated. And I, that was the first time three episodes in that I went, oh, because you never even oh, saw her. I didn't see her. Right. I was like, oh, my God, they're getting rid of talented people. Like, this is serious. Because at the time, I was with the fools. So I thought, no, 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 no. So so I go into the room and this faggot is standing there and he goes, I've got this dress for you to put on. It was latex and it was white. And it's like this big. I said, it ain't gonna fit me. He's like, no, no, no. I said, listen, honey. He goes, it stretches. I said, Mary, it's not gonna fit me. He goes, it's a $300 dress. They start pulling that dress on me. Rip up the front. And he's Word. like, we don't have anything else here that's gonna fit you. I said, I brought a dress, my one dress in black. I had that dress. They put that little latex thing and I went, mm-hmm. Matthew Anderson looked at me and he said, you're a good bitch. I said, bring a dress because you never know. And that's why in my video set, when I'm throwing things, I'm in a pink vinyl that's ripped up the ass. But in my promo shot, I'm in my black velvet. Oh, that's right. Oh, and, and that makes sense. I always wonder that. And the hat that I'm wearing in my scene, Adore is wearing in her promo shot as well. It's the same hat. I also imagine that you're oh, in there. I, I imagine you in there. You just aggressively put the dress on. So I just no. Can't. They were pulling it. Look, I said it's not going to fit. I'm not. Look, I'm standing there going, pull it up. Put, try me, bitch. I, I I do this for a living. It ain't going to fit my ass. Also, for those of you who don't know, Bianca is this big. Bianca is like the oh, five no. seven. Bianca is no. five I'm short. Sure. I'm sure. Bianca is bigger than you are. You're so tiny. So Bianca. how you small was this lady. dress? They were trying to fucking. Put you, you know in. what it was? You know it was cruel because it was a lady dress. Don't there bring a lady dress near my manly ass. It's not gonna work. You see that, that? That's what happens when you when you try to get Bianca to wear a condom. She'll literally. <laughs> wear it, wear it. I break it all, baby. Pop so, he, so, he, so here's the here's the gag of that yeah. all. So Monet's, I, I I feel like Monet's was filmed the first day they were there because they were wearing their promo their really? first episode look. No, ours was. was filmed after we did. We had done two episodes. That episodes. Is, so, so Vanjie and Calorie had both went home. That is so cringy. Home. The make girls come back because they, yes. they have to be like, "How are you going to win?" And the girls are like, uh, uh. "I'm going <laughs> to slay the competition." <laughs> <laughs> well, ooh, so wait, so really quick for mine. When when they brought Vanjie and Calorie come back, they would not let them be next to us. So we were Same. all of us who were still really casting, were like living like woo woo. woo. See, Vanjie this- Calorie had to be by themselves, like no. isolated. They you know, Vanjie's fucking ignorant as hell. Vanjie's like, ah, 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 I'm talking to the girl. Ah, ah, ah. How y'all doing? I'm talking. I was like, oh, God. So is- on my season, it was even worse. Only one girl had been eliminated. It was oh. only nation. We did it after the first episode. So yeah. Nasha Lopez was the only oh, person eliminated. Nisha. So oh. all of us were sitting together. <laughs> Nasha was just in time out by the herself. The cheese stands alone. Oh. Yeah. Girl, with, and then, so, I'm, so here's my quick story. I was over there. Oh, in uh, wardrobe because they had told me they were like 
we need you to um, have an outfit for the promo. The theme is like, think hair salon, 50s. And I said, okay. I went shopping. I, I took pictures of the fabric. I took pictures of the dress. I added yeah. a bow. I did all this stuff. out. You were what? so proud of this dress. Most people, the that's, a lot for, that's a lot for Bob. When she's accessorizing, that's a lot. You were so proud of this dress. He stayed up for like a, a two days making this one fucking dress. Mitch, I will have you put a picture of this dress in this fucking Please. video. And then I got to set, and they were like, this dress is great. And I got to set, and when I got there, they were like, oh, we can't use that dress. And I was like, I took two days out of my preparation for this competition yeah, to yeah, make yeah. this dress. And yeah. they tried to put me in this dress. It was like, it looked kind of like the one that Acid Betty wore, which is this like straight up and down 60s yeah. mod style dress. Yeah. But it was just brown, but not like a nice, like, like, like green and green brown and they tried so to put basically me in these, for you it was flesh tone i got exactly. it exactly i got it yeah, yeah, they yeah, tried yeah. to put me in these white bojangles gloves <laughs> and yeah white gloves with a button and i said <laughs> and i i was wearing the outfit and i, and I was I also didn't have any padding on because my outfit you didn't can. have pads so i left my pads back in the back in the workroom on yeah. the, on a different stage and i looked at them and i said do th- does this look nice to y'all? And they're like, we think it looks nice. And I remember looking at them. I said, I look like a fucking extra from Selma. I am not <laughs> going on set. So they start calling in more and more producers. I am now surrounded by like five producers. And I was like, I'm not going out there until I can either wear the dress that I had or yeah. have the same silhouette. And yeah. that's just the end of the story. Well, you know what? And that's then Wayne good, got though. me a poodle skirt. In that wild though, that when you're in that moment and, and you just, I mean, you have to be prepared. And you know me, I bring 12 of the same dress in every color just in case. But here was this moment where yeah. what would they have done if I would have been stuck there in this in this right. situation with no fucking clothes? So you got to have something else with you. That's good. I'm glad you had it. Yeah. Also, I think that always speaks to Bianca because at, like, all, I, I don't know if the fans notice about you, but all the queens notice about you. You were like, OCD, super prepared. Like you have like these like crazy uh uh um um what you call them little uh, little containers uh, tool cases yeah, yeah, yeah. with all of your Shit. every single colored uh, jewelry pieces. Yes. Like you're like crazy OCD. But you ought to realize that the books behind Bianca are all placed alphabetically by the middle name of the author. That, but no, you know what? No, fuck you, ho. Actually, at the top, there are designer orders, and then these are all shut up. Anyway, why am I entertaining your ass? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Fucking so Bojangle, we, bitch. Coming we, out and <laughs> All right, Carmen Miranda. We have, we have to get into our topic is, today. Wait, you know what? Wait, I put this on, and I said, oh, my God. I said, I hope it doesn't look too African. They said, have you looked at yourself? And I went, oh, okay. I don't want to get – I wore a turban in a photo, and they came after me for cultural appropriation. Said, oh, Queen, God. A turban. I said, have you not seen fucking Sunset Boulevard, you motherfuckers? And first what, of all, is, haven't I started appropriating when I started dressing like a goddamn woman, you asshole? Like, anyway, go ahead. I did say as soon as you logged on, I said, oh, my God, very uh, Sunset Boulevard. Like, literally, so also, also, you're you're also giving me very Whitney Houston when she did. Uh, yes, that, in she, Africa, very that Whitney. Yeah, in, in, in yeah. Africa, you give me very that. Yeah. Monet, yeah. you are giving me Whitney Houston after the sweats and like five numbers and like right before rehab. Yeah, and Bob, and you're giving me fucking Aretha Franklin after the after the fucking rigor mortis set in, bitch. That's what you're giving me. <laughs> wow, Monet canceled. Wow, dead jokes. Wow. Now how but, dare you talk about the rigor mortis community? That there might be horrible. dead. There might be dead people listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> I heard that's the only thing you. listening. The only thing listening is dead people. <laughs> now listen, Bianca. We, we, oh my god, we. I don't know how long we talk. We have not gotten to our topic. We we wanted oh. to talk to you about. Okay. The topic today was also we have a, th- a running theme here that we never talk about the topic. 
<laughs> That's, <our> That's perfect. <laughs> you got a lot we, to say. I don't we mind. We want to talk about things that drag queens do that we hate. Girl. Okay. I now, I know. I know Monet's all right. I already know Monet's thing with drag. I know this. I know l- l- Monet is an old crotchety queen when it comes to this. This, this shit foils Monet's skin. Her girl, West Indian skin girl. This gets her curry bubbling, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Monet, Monet hates when new queens try to charge veteran queens queen rates. Bitch. <laughs> look at her. Look at her go. Gets okay. me wild. Tell me that about That gets it. me so wild. Let me hear. Because you have queens like the Biancas, like the Bobs, like the Peppermints, the Sherry Vines, queens who have worked for years before they were ever drag, before they were on Drag Race, yeah. who worked for years to get those rates, then you, squiggly bubble pants, it is your first night out <laughs> at Catacall, at, therapy, at, at, at fucking therapy, doing your wait, first thing, wait, and, you, wait, and then the next week, wait, you're like, squiggly. yeah, my rate is 125, sorry. I'm I, like, what? I will forever use squiggly bubbly pants, because that, we... that is the perfect description of some of these people. I agree. We stand squiggly bubbly pants on the like Survivor. We stand squiggly. That gets me so wild. It gets me so hot. It gets me fucked. I'm like hot. I'm Wait, like, now, 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 now my central air stop working. <laughs> oh, go push the button by your window. No, the thing is, oh, did RuPaul steal yours too? I'm saying. <laughs> Everybody say still. <laughs> Money is so dope. Everybody say steal. Everybody say steal. Um, the thing I think that that I don't like, and and it's what I, kind of like somewhat to what I was saying earlier, is when you're not a queen's queen, especially when you're doing group tours. It's like one of those things where you're out there, we're all in the same boat, we're all got to do a meet and greet, and it's like be on time, be respectful. Oh be, yeah. Look, the, the lunch menu is going to be crazy. You can't oh. check into the hotel till this time. Miss Valentina just entered the chat, girl. Girl, but it's that kind of a thing that I go, be a, like, you can be, I always say this, you can be whatever you want on stage. You know, if you're a diva, if you're a cunt, if you're this, off stage, you better be a humble motherfucker, especially when you're working yeah. with other people. And as, as problematic as, a, you know, a 10-year-old may assume that I am, I go, off stage, you got to go, work with everybody, what can we do, be on time, and do your motherfucking job. Because we're very lucky bitches to get to do what we do, and when you hold and shit up, yeah. and you're not on time, and you're thinking you're better than the rest, it just sets this this mood. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. you start, you, uh-huh. You're just like, fuck all the way. Who the fuck do you think... Bitch, the best was I was in Mexico City. I have never been to Mexico City. I'm doing Work the World, and we're backstage. Meet and greet is at 5.30. They're like, line up. I've lined up. Guess who's not ready? Fucking Valentina. Now, <laughs> in her in her people's land in Mexico City. Now, I, oh, this is Mexico City? Mexico City. Oh, you City. know she's going to feel it in Mexico City, wait, girl. You can't but, stop wait. her, girl. This is the pisser. She had been to Mexico City three times before. Talk to her management. So now she's doing the group tour with everybody else. So Detox, who's a smart fucking bitch, goes, Bianca ain't been to Mexico City. They said, girls, pair up. Detox grabs my ass. We get the table. Guess what happens? Oh, Here comes Valentina to Mexico City, and Bianca got a line around the corner. I went, ah, 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 ah. me gusta, me gusta, bitch. So I, I don't know if I've told this during the podcast yet. I don't even know if I. So me gusta. We yes, you in... mentioned your school. You mentioned Atlanta. Yeah, no. you told us. You told I'm, us. You might not know. I'm from Columbus, Georgia. I was born in Columbus. I went to, anyway. 
So listen. Oh, wait, I love how this is Bianca's first day of the podcast, and she already knows Bob's bullshit. <laughs> well, well, Bianca, Bianca, wait, wait, let, let, Bianca, let, let me work it out. He's from Clayton County uh-huh. in Columbus, uh-huh. Georgia, mm-hmm. and then he owns, but then, I, but then mm-hmm. I lived in Corinth, Mississippi. Yes, I did. And then I uh, don't forget Phoenix City, Alabama. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Representing for Phoenix City, P-Town yep. in the house, son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. Listen. So on this tour, we we were we were, uh, we were doing work the world, and this is not the drag Valentina podcast, but anyway, here we go. So oh, uh, we were in, we were in Spain. I think we we're in Barcelona, and they really love Valentina Barcelona. They love, of love, love. Well, her everybody. Barcelona. I mean, everybody loves her. I mean, who doesn't? She's gorgeous, but she's also she's. I mean, she's much more fun now than she was a couple years ago. So she's cool with a joke, which is good. Yeah. But anyway, so we yeah. so we were all getting ready, but Valentina was like she was late for whatever reason. She ended up being it actually ended up being really weird because I saw her on the way to the venue. She was in full drag. In the yeah. elevator, she goes, Bob, would you please put this button on for me? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, why are you in full drag? So I like put a little belt on. I was like, why are you in drag? I have a television appearance. So she went to the television thing. <laughs> but then she came to the gig, and she was out of drag and had to get back in drag. She, she had a face on, but Wait, she was at her hair What kind of gig was that? No, I mean, some, bitch, t- some TV interview. Only so had, fans? Only fans? So she fans? had this thing. So Valentina was about a, an hour late for the meet and greet. She came out about an hour late, and the the producers put us over in this corner with these like Home Depot clamp lights, and it was like <laughs> it was horrible. Like the lighting was bad. It was hot. We looked yeah. like shit. But like, you know, right. it's part of the gig. You you do the gig, you yeah. do the thing. But then Valentina comes out, and she's an hour late, and everyone goes bananas, and yeah. he ushers her over to this private meet and greet area with no. nice lights hanging up, bitch. If you if you could have been near Shangela, the oh. the, the, the water in your eyes would have dried up. The she steam, was so, the steam coming. It's like one of those cartoons. The steam, like yeah, yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. Shangela, my we're here sister, with baby. Uh uh uh. Whoa 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 whoa. She went whoa. back to the she went back to that promoter. Called him everything but a child of God. Yeah, <laughs> and then Kim, and then Kim started having it out with Valentina. Kim's yelling at Valentina. Shangela's yelling at the promoter, and I'm just sitting there like this. This is, is tour life. Uh, that girl. is tour life, and I, that's why I think it's just so interesting. Is that you know we would get into groups, and we had this one group uh, that was the early group that we would get in. There was a room with Sharon Jinx, Alaska. They would oh, all God, sit in a room. Sharon. Exactly. They would go in a room and sing. And then in one other room was me, Adore, Detox, and uh, who was the other one? Ivy Winters, who I love. And love Ivy. Her. Oh, was this was was this Bots? Uh, I think it was probably Bots in the beginning. Yes, it wasn't Work the World. And yeah. Bots is Battle of the Seasons. Everyone's wearing it. It's, it's, it's like the, Correct. the the first Work the World. And um, so we were all in a room, and, and Ivy and I had been friends way before Drag Race. So it was kind of like we're catching up, and Adore and I were close. Detox, cool as shit. We're all getting ready, and when the show would end, you know, you do the meet and greet, and then you do the show, and then the meet, when it was done. You know, detox is like, hey, we're in we're in Atlanta. Let's go out, and we're like, let's get the fuck oh, out of Swing drag. Richards? Did you go to Swinging Richards? We, bitch, we in that club within ten <laughs> minutes. These other hoes are texting us, going, "We're still in the dressing room. Where are you at, bitch? We got balls on our face. We got dicks in our drinks. We're like, we don't have drinks. Time. We're out. We're out of the club. Like we're not waiting for your slow ass. You're you like, got- can I get a low ball with a black ball inside of it? Exactly. Listen, I'm an old man. I don't have much time. I gotta. Those go, you don't bitch. know, uh, Swinging Richards is this uh, strip club in Atlanta. It's really yes. famous, and it's like it's like a it's a black strip club. It's a black gay strip club. You know, in yes. Atlanta. 
You know, you know, me and me, Iggy Azalea. So, so Iggy Azalea did my did my talk show. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Give a me time. a minute. Give she me a minute was... because you just dropped that name. Hold on, let me grab. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So Iggy and Azalea of all the names you drop, that's the one you just... look at me. Iggy Azalea you drop did my from the show. List. You drop it from the list and of then, mentioning. At the, the, <laughs> the end of the show, we exchanged numbers. She's like, "Oh my god, you're really cool, yada yada." I was like, "I would love to hang out." When you come to L- when you come to Atlanta, and she lives out there with her with her black husband or black boyfriend and her black baby. Okay. And then she was like, when you come down there, I want to... You make it sound like she owns... You make it sound like she owns black people. A black baby, a black butler in Atlanta. It's triggering for Southerners, Monet. Me and Bianca are Southerners that is very triggering. (laughs) And then she was like, let's go out to Sugar Ridges. I was like, work. So I I was in Atlanta, like I think like uh, three months later, I texted her, no response. I've heard anything back from her. And then like randomly, like two months after that, she sent me this fucking like book text message she was like i'm just really sorry i'm going through like a really bad time right now and you know i like try to make industry friends and i thought you were just an industry friend someone who didn't want to like really want to be my friend and i'm so Aww. sorry i never responded because i because you seem really honest and really genuine and i'm really sorry i was like girl it's not, not spilling like, her okay. tea girl well, that's why- interesting did you did you save it? Did you save the message? Oh yeah, I have it right oh, here. Wait, Should I read it? No, no, is that shady? Okay. Money, why do you keep arguing with all these white women? You and Megan McCain used to be buddies, then then she thought you was a fake asshole. <laughs> Y'all don't know this. Megan McCain blocked Monet on Instagram no! and Twitter. Yes, she, she did. did. She wait a minute, did. I thought y'all were besties, bitch. What the fuck happened? We were not besties. Oh my God, we were not besties. Bitch, you were saying okay, all kinds of, all... of fuckery online. Don't you try it. People come for me and go, Bianca's a bitch. You a bitch trained with that white hoe. <laughs> Tell me what she did. Tell me, oh, Republican ass. This is no. sad. Oh, and so you're dressed did, in I red. Very convenient. Very. Very. <laughs> And yeah, you look telling. like an elephant. Very okay, very telling. Oh, red elephant asshole. Very telling. <laughs> we did the we, I did the video with Nina, and then that was literally it. And then so she had that really but, big but blow at up. What point, blow at up. what point did Megan induct you into the KKK? Was that before <laughs> the show? Or was that after the show? Because she did that thing. Her and Whoopi had an argument, yes. and then I like retweeted it. I was like, "Whoopi better work." And then that Becca got mad, girl. She she, she unfriended me on all platforms. Karen. Well, well, you know, it, it, it's that weird thing, and I guess it's also exciting. I mean, I know. I mean, when you compare Megan to Whoopi, there's a huge difference, you know. But people that you meet and you're like, oh, they're kind of exciting. And you have this connection for like a minute or two. And if anything engages after that, you're like, oh, this is this is lovely. Or, or they they like me. Okay, this is good. Yeah. But then you have to defend it to every fucking body else who's going, do you know that in 1962, she took a shit and she had, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know. Like anything that happened. Well, did you know that she said, and you're like, Okay, all right. Well, maybe maybe we're not close. But if you <laughs> yeah, didn't make exactly. an announcement, you didn't make an announcement, so now you're her best friend. See, that's how games oh, work. They Me- Megan McCarron. <laughs> but back to what you're saying <laughs> yeah. about being, what you're saying about being nice too, because I realize if you're not nice, if you're not nice, what's going to end up happening is if anyone has seen um, Glee and what's going on with Glee right now, because <laughs> these people are dragging Leah Michelle. Everyone in Glee is like, yeah, she's a, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. she's she was a monster. Yeah, she's a and what's going to happen is. You, these these queens you think are your buddies and your yeah. pals and we're gonna hang out with you forever when the shit hits the fan if you were nasty bitch I'm not about to stand up for you and no. I was telling Monet Monet's talking about some 
We're all sisters. I'm like, these bitches are not my, I don't even know half these hoes. No, these bitches no, no. are not my fucking sisters. And Bianca's I don't my know sister. Them. Monet's yeah. my sister. Right. I got a couple of Drag Race girls in love. I'm not girls. your fucking sister. Wait, you you should redact, redact that shit. I ain't your fucking sister. You should be oh. so lucky. Yeah, these bitches are my sons. You my son. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so we're going back to tw- going back to Twitter really quick. One thing that I hate that queens do on Twitter is our stupid tweets. And Bianca, I know you get tired of this because Bianca's like, everything is not for Twitter. But like some girls would get on Twitter and they'd be like, this morning I'm having orange juice and pancakes. What are you having? I'm like, that's not a fucking tweet. Okay, Don't you know what? Fucking- okay, just, so just say, say ginger ha- mange next time. Just yeah, say ginger mange next time. I'm gonna say no. I did. I don't. I didn't grow up with social media, and this is how I personally. You, know, you didn't grow up with electricity. Bitch. You know what, bitch? And from the from the looks of your face, you don't have none in your house either, bitch. I'm saying you need to go over to Monet's, use the juice from her window unit, and plug it, and use your mirror and plug it in. I'm saying. I'm saying that. I, I, you know, didn't grow up with it, so I don't feel the need to go, dear diary, this is what I'm thinking. I didn't even have Twitter right. or Instagram until Drag Race. So I don't, these phantom people that exist that hate or have an opinion, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't matter. I have no connection to it because it's no one that I've met. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, go live your motherfucking life. I don't understand the idea or the game or this thing about, being uh, being liked so much, where some of these queens are like, I need to be liked and I need to be responsible. Uh-huh. And I need to be a role model. When has a drag queen been a role model? Let's be say, real. One thing Katya said that I thought was actually really smart, and I understand a lot of wild stuff, but she said one, at one point in time, drag queens were meant to be mean and poor. Yeah. And now people expect us to be rich and nice. And yeah. I was like, that is a good point. We used to be the brokest, meanest motherfuckers at the club. Well, yeah, and we were also working in the clubs. And the thing is that I, yeah. you know, at my <clears throat> age, after doing this for 25 years, I'm going to say, ain't no 10-year-old bitch. You look like it, too. You know what, kind? <laughs> look, at least I got a sweater, ain't got no holes in it. I know you got air conditioner, but get some mothballs, bitch. That might fix your fucking problem. <laughs> What's worse than them holes is that ashy-ass skin that's hanging out. But in the end, looking like Bob's Bojangles gloves, all white and ashy. <laughs> I'm saying is that it, it's interesting <coughs> to see that the, these types of people, I know that people become their favorites and we all become Pokemon. It's like, oh, I love her, so I can't like her. Yeah. I like her because of this. But they're phantom people. The people that like me come to see me. The people that like me follow me. And the people that don't have an opinion. And that's okay. And I'm not expecting or wanting or needing to be liked. Not to mention the one thing I hate is sympathy. Don't bring no fucking sympathy around me. I don't want some bitch going, let me go see her show because she really needs it. Or she was left at a bus well, stop. They used no, to, I'm sorry. Get out of here. Well, do you that, know they used to do this back? Oh, my God. This is so shady, but I, I was not here for this. I've heard about this legendarily. So a, a court allegedly Pandora Box did a show back when they did the Alan Chuck. Oh, it's, the cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. And allegedly, according to Reddit and the other girls, Pandora's Box's show is just like really not great. Uh-huh. So all the other girls and people would like be like, y'all come, let's go see Pandora because yeah. her show's not doing well. Yeah. So then it was just filled with a bunch of people watching her because they felt bad for her. Yeah. But then the show itself is ended up being weird. So if you're watching me with sympathy through your eyes, then like we can't, it won't no. work. The connection doesn't work that way. Yeah. Also, the people that are watching the show have this idea that, okay, you are this person that I own now. You know, I've had this happen lately. People saying, happy birthday, Bianca, because I just had a birthday. Is that everybody's going, wait, oh, not her, not this. Not... 
Go fuck yourself. Who the fuck are you to come at me? The other day I posted just because this is what I do. This is what I use social media for. I said, Shay, no matter what happens, oh, I'm going to send oh, girl, you. The kids were mad at you. I'm going to send you roses. <laughs> blah blah blah. No matter what. Okay, that's my tweet. Right. All these little motherfuckers with faces of all of you because they don't even have a real profile picture, which I don't know why they choose with your faces. But here it is. What do you mean saying, all of you? Whoa, whoa, what are you saying? People who wear yellow. Anyway, I'm saying, here it is. Every other drag queen's face is on their profile and they're going, how dare you mention that? That triggers her. That makes her crazy. That ma-. And I'm going, first of all, I'm cool with Shay. Shay knows me. And we like, who are you? If the bitch I'm tweeting doesn't have a problem with it, who the fuck are, who are you, you to tell yeah, me yeah. you can't? Sorry. I had that a while back. I made a yeah. joke about Aja a while back, and folks got really mad. I was like, Girl. I've known Aja for years. Yeah. Me and Aja are cool. I fucking produced one of Aja's music videos. Like, yeah. we are, we're good. Like, mind your business. Yeah. We'll be over here doing our own thing. And I also saw online, Shay posted, you actually sent her the flowers. <laughs> I did, but because I said, I said, no matter what, I'm going to send you the roses. And then she chimed in many comments later after all these little, you know, you know, just noise that are saying, you can't, that triggers her, whatever. How dare you? You, you know, you're going after her when she's problematic with that. And it's, so I said to her, I said, this is what it is. She chimes in. She goes, thank you, Bianca. And little hearts. And then 10 minutes later, she put, wait a minute. I just reread this. You a shady bitch. And I went, yes, I am. But I said, on the fucking flowers. It's like, who are you to get into the middle of what I'm doing? And if you think that what I'm doing on Twitter is about substance when it comes to charities or when it comes to something important, of course. But don't tell me who I can play with online. You know well, what I mean? I, yeah. I was. I was really. Uh, I sent Bianca. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't post about. It. I should have posted about it when Bianca had her throat surgery. Oh, yeah. I, sent, <laughs> I, I just went on Amazon and sent because I know after you, you have to like talk widely. So yeah. I sent Bianca a loudspeaker, like a megaphone, <laughs> so that whenever she would, I was like, I know after your surgery you can't yell, and I know so yelling was your favorite thing, so I sent her a little megaphone. No one's going to know it's me. No one's going to know it's me. Yeah. Can we Can we talk about how you lost, okay, so, I mean, can, can we say where you live? Well, not where you live, but like you live, you, you live in the desert. It's very yeah, hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah I so, and, you yeah. Had, and, you had, and you had like a power outage recently. That is yes. crazy to me. Yeah, well, you know, in the South, it happens a lot, especially when you don't pay the bill. But I was in the <laughs> middle of the night and woke up and I was sweating. And I was like, this is not cute. You know, when you're sweating alone. Oh, my God. Tricky. RuPaul took your air conditioner. Did exactly. RuPaul sneak in? And- <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. come to the conclusion it was no outage. I just saw these hands. <laughs> yeah, girl, I, girl can I you imagine? If I woke up in the middle of the night with no AC, I would literally fucking die. Bitch, you don't have AC die. now. You don't have AC now. <laughs> Bob done told you got one unit that blows your whole house. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the big bad air conditioning unit that blows the whole house down. Listen, oh. we're gonna take we're gonna take another short break, and then we're gonna back be back with the end of the of the episode. Work. We'll be back. When we were in Fort Lauderdale, I bonded with your cat. You did. It was very cute. Bob, you you let Colleen nuzzle on you. No, she forced that on me. <laughs> you also said that she is, what, what was that word you kept on saying? Nefarious. <laughs> she is nefarious. You think Colleen is nefarious. This is not true. She's up to something. She's not up to anything. She loves you. And I love Colleen, but I'm not a big fan of the nasty stink bomb. She be leaving twice a day, one in the morning and one in the evening time. Ooh, she's regular. She's regular, girl. Pretty Litter is kitty litter reinvented. See, unlike traditional litter, Pretty Litter is super light crystals, trap odor, and 
release moisture, resulting in dry, low-maintenance litter that does not smell. And you know what, Bob? Pretty Litter is manufactured with a specialized de-dusting process, so there's virtually no dust. Honey, dust-free, let's dust, no fuss. Now, Pretty Litter arrives safely at your door in a small, lightweight bag that lasts up to a month. Mm -hmm. That's the real gag. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep making trips back and forth to the store with a 99-pound bag on your back. Now, you can get it auto-shipped as well. Plus, the shipping is free which is the ultimate gag. Mm-hmm. But the coolest thing about Pretty Litter is that it is a health indicator, Mom. Pretty Litter changes colors when it detects potential underlying issues, so it can always monitor Colleen's health. You can't find it in any conventional litter anywhere. Get the world's smartest litter without leaving your home by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off. PrettyLitter.com, promo code RIVALRY. Look at that, we're like in sync. We're talking at the same moment. <laughs> Bob, do you like to cook? No. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Noodles and oatmeal. But you, but you are starting to, like you're trying to cook more. I'm trying, I'm trying. Now listen, it's really hard to find a high quality fresh ingredients. Also, I went to the grocery store, I saw this lady just straight up coughing on the vegetables. <laughs> I mean, full on hacking up a loogie on the zucchinis. That's why we're so excited to partner with EveryPlate. See, EveryPlate offers safe and contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking on a budget. I'm honestly, girl, spending half as much as I would buying groceries from the store and making meals that are twice as good. EveryPlate does the meal planning, shopping, and the prepping for you, taking the time-consuming guesswork out of cooking. You will love it and your wallet will too. That's why I hate portioning, rationing, measuring. It's really not fun. Mm -hmm. Even at a regular price, EveryPlate is up to 58% cheaper than other major meal kits out there. That's major. See, I made their beef bun meatball. It was actually super easy to make. All the ingredients were there and it was absolutely delicious. I was like, I didn't even realize I could make food. I felt like, I felt like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Get three weeks off every plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code RIVALRY3. Again, you can get three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code RIVALRY3. And we's back with Miss Bianca. Bianca, so there is this legendary clip of you doing crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gravity. I showed this to everybody. I know exactly what it is. Yes. Take, it, take it, Bob. Set it up. Listen, set it up. Set it up. I, okay, we do not get to see Bianca. Bianca, I'm going to tell right now, this is not Bone Smoke Grass. Bianca is really close to infallible. She just doesn't. You, you're just so meticulous, you don't make a lot of them. And if you make mistakes, you hide them really well, but we don't get to see them. Which is why on your comedy special, I always loop back to when your wig pops when off every time. Yes, I'm yes, like, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, rewind it, rewind it, rewind it, rewind it, rewind it. Um, so years ago, you were at some nightclub and you were yeah. doing, the, you were dressed as the Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Doing Defying Gravity. Okay. Some like club version. Uh, well, let and, me explain it. It was okay. actually 2000. It might have been, it might have, when, when did Wicked come out? It was, Wicked, it was very early on. Wicked was like 2000. 
Okay, so it was early on, and it was actually uh, the No AIDS Task Force in, in New Orleans, Louisiana, would have this huge uh, Halloween celebration. So each year they would throw a circuit party because that's what gays do. You know, it's like, oh, we have a disease. Let's all get together and steal your money. So they were doing this to collect the money, which is a brilliant thing because it's like a three-day weekend. One day, you know, it's like a, a, a steamboat party. Next is like a club party. And then there was this huge circuit party. So throughout mm. the night, they would have that typical music, Doom, 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 doom. And then they would have a performance in the middle of the night. So they had this idea of doing this uh, Defying Gravity theme. And I don't know if you know from Los Angeles, Dylan Powell, who's a friend of mine. He was from New Orleans, but now lives in Los Angeles. Anyway, he was a child and he was one of the munchkins. So Got he's it. there and we're in rehearsal and they said, we're going to fly you on this thing. We have this rigging that's going to pull you. And I said, okay. So we do the rehearsal. Now, now this is this is where you don't get into this theatrics. I got on, I got on the thing and they lift me up. Now, the problem with the flying system was the flying system was probably not much taller than me. And so I was lifted about oh. two feet above yes. the air. And if they you said, would have fell, you would have been fine. Wait, they said, we're going to move you quickly and you're going to fly. I'm like, well, this ain't really flying, but sure. Yeah, whatever. So girl, Hub cut to, a, hover, a hovering system. Go cut to the, I'm a, I'm literally just dangling amongst them. Here it comes. And then it starts going slow. And it's just going, did it, did it. And I'm trying to stay forward and I'm twirling back and forth like the, it's the, it's on, it's on uh, YouTube. Look it up. Look yeah, it up. we'll put the oh, link. We have the link. Oh, please we have look the it link. Up. We're going to put it, listen, go to the description box and watch this link. I'm convinced. Video. I'm convinced RuPaul saw it and said, don't let a lip sing. Don't let a lip sing. Don't let it happen. It was, it was a hot mess. But literally, I'm two feet off the ground trying to be the witch. Not good. Not good. Not and, then you keep, and then she keeps turning around and then because, Bianca's like flailing because you can't, to... you forget they ain't nothing, bitch. You were hanging by a fucking string, and you're trying to stay forward. And, <laughs> and my the, life. the weird oh. thing is, it was like it, it's in the middle of a circuit party. It's not in the middle of a show no. because so like the audience isn't like really watching, but no, there's no but one cheering. Let me tell it, you, those cunts were so fucked up. They thought I was flying, bitch. They thought they knew. Bitch, they, they, they were flying. They, they, were, they flying. were flying. I was flying. We were flying. Yeah, but it's, it's one of the flying high. <laughs> You know how they feel. Nobody asked for that. But yeah, it's a. It's, wait, it's Monet, do you have do you have an embarrassing performance, Monet? That you you were like, oh my god, this was like. Oh wait, besides Drag Race, besides Drag Race, the first time and second time, do you oh, happen to have? Oh, one time, yeah, one time when I was one time. when I was at Queen, it, it was like when I, it was one of the first times I performed at Queen. Like when I had first joined, I wasn't even part of the cast. Dallas like asked me to be part of the show, and it was like right after I did the split and Luke Queen at the monster. I was like, "Oh, I'm like the split queen. I can, I, I can I do this stuff." And then I went to Queen and I wore this outfit that you made me, Bob. It was the it was it was a cat suit you made me, and I did the split. And it was back then when I would also sometimes try to not do pads because I was like, "Oh, I got body. I don't need to do pads, yeah. bitch." I did a split and my fucking cat suit ripped. No. That girl was just balls, a jingle jangle, no. and bought Freak. my cat suit. Wait, I had balls. <laughs> I was at Harris Casino in New Orleans, Louisiana, doing this show called Glitz, and it was a female illusion show. And everybody and was. What a, were you doing there, uh, I was a host. <laughs> Shut up, cunt! I was a hostess. I was collecting tickets. Let me finish the story. It was a female delusion show. And I, <laughs> I was hosting the show, so everybody was playing a celebrity, but at the end, I would do share, 
Well, girl, you know me. And during a show, I have a couple of cocktails. And especially during some bitch doing For the Boys from Bette Midler is about six-minute medley where she's doing all her tricks. Uh-huh. And I'd had one, two, few drinks. And I came back, and I was getting into my share costume. And then I enter a share. So, you know, there's a turn back time. So you just hear, dun, 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 and the crowd is screaming because they're drunk and white, and they don't know any better. And then I come out, and I'm just living my moment, you know, walking left and right like Cher does, leaning with my nose as one does. And everybody is just giggling. And I'm here it because I'm close to the edge of the stage. I'm like, what the fuck? Out of the turn back time costume, there's a slight breeze, nutsack. Hello, hello. Oh my God. So I was Gladys Knight with my pips hanging out, doing the midnight <laughs> show. Oh right. no. Hang it. <laughs> Elephantitis nutsack hanging out of my turn back time. All those cutouts and my nuts are just. Bianca, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta that find a picture. There's a picture hilarious. somewhere. I'll find you know, a picture. Well, you well, know, you, your, your homegirl, uh, Courtney girl. Ag, her nuts oh. are all every day. Oh, girl, always. She, she can't always. keep them in. She can't, she can't keep them in. She can't keep them in. They're like, no, they're like, not in the, no, we won't. I'm like, girl, put, I'm like, girl, put your fucking dingo back in the fucking cage, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Banshee Shangela and I did New Year's in, uh, yeah. in London this past year. Yeah. So, Vanji was having, you know, you know, sometimes girls, you just have tucking issues. They, they like, just don't want to go where we're supposed to go. Nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Vanji was wearing these short, short shorts, and then she's, you know, Vanji loves to do the kick into the dip thing. Yeah. Bitch, there is a, and I have it saved on my phone. Oh. I'm going to show it to y'all. Yeah. Oh, I can send it to y'all. Okay. Vanji does the little dip, and her balls are literally just out of the jean <laughs> shorts, just bulging <laughs> out of her pants. That shit is so funny. It happens. <laughs> It happens. It's not. It I mean, happens. You know, it happens when you're trying to be sexy. So that's when I said no longer sexy. No. Yeah, it really it happens to the fucking best of us, girl. I think probably one of my most embarrassing moments. It doesn't involve my boss or anything, but I was oh. doing the, the the season eight tour, and I, I I was always making fun of. This is what God don't like ugly. I keep yeah. it every time Kim comes off. I make fun of her for falling every time. Kim fall, blah blah blah. And I let me try now. I'm really a great. I'm not clumsy. I don't fall no. very often. I'm usually up on my feet, doing pretty well. But I just go out there. I literally like as I was like forming my mouth to make a joke about Kim falling. I went to go take a step off the stage, but I misjudged how no. yes. how far the step yes, was. So you know when you fall, but you're not like you're like falling on your knees. So I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm like bouncing on my knees. Like no, and then of no, course no. I hit face first and I'm trying to no. talk in the middle of it. But none of that compares to the most embarrassing thing on this cruise ship. No. I was doing. I I I used to do this thing where I would do a front flip onto the stage, like put my hands down okay. and do a front flip onto the stage. I hadn't done it in probably three years. Mitch, who do you think you are, Simone Biles? Listen, Girl. Mitch saw me do it. I hadn't done it in years. I was like, I'll try it again. I've gained about Wait, thirty pounds. I'll try it again, and it's a good time to do it on a boat. Yeah, okay. Great. On a boat, on a packed room, like you know what? I've gained thirty. I can still sling thirty extra pounds on top of the stage. I go to do the handstand, but, but I can just, the boat handle it? Can girl, the boat I, handle? I just <laughs> could not get on the stage. So no. I said, you know what? I'll try it one more time. So I yeah. go again. I go to do this handstand. I can. I go and I just hit my back. And then I like dent the stage. It's like no. a dent in the stage. And you ruined a cruise ship. And then the, the, it went down. The whole ship went down. So I'm gonna well, see if we can. I'm gonna see if we can find the video. It's our our old video editor. Girl, uh, we, we don't need a video. It. They made a movie about it. It's called Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in slow motion. He took a video of me no. in slow Please motion. Do. Oh, Mitch, this we have is, to find it. We have to reach out to Daniel and get this Mitch, video. Mitch, you got to find everything. It's going to be worst drag moments. We've all had many, and we know what to do with Monet. Well, the, just, 
show her season. Well, they have they well, they, they have a compilation. They have bitch. They, Dragger's fans made these confirmations. They have Bianca on it. They have Bob on it. They have oh, this Trixie's good. on it like four times. Oh, Aquaria, Aquaria and Trixie are the fall down queens. Aquaria and Trixie every every two slides. Aquaria and Trixie falling or some shit. Well, Bianca slipped, slipped on yeah. a wig a couple of uh, like maybe a couple of years ago. Oh, I slipped the on world. a wig. I'm talking shit. I'm doing a little wig in the box and I'm talking shit. Ha 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 ha. Woof. Wipe the fuck out. And I'm thinking, I'm good. I'm good. So I get home and then you're tagged in 40 fucking videos going, ah ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was like when, do you remember when Beyonce fell down those stairs but she hit her face and then she yes. stood up and said, please don't put this on YouTube. They were like, <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> of course, I think Bianca has now had the internet completely scrubbed of those videos. But if, if you post this video, Beyonce, a white unmarked oh. man will grab you and throw you in that motherfucker, girl. <laughs> girl, it's crazy. Oh my God. It's a crazy well, world. Bianca, this has been such a fun episode. You've been, you are crazy. Bob and I love you so much. I it's love great. you guys. And I want to come back. This is good. I'll come back in like three weeks when I forget where Bob went to school and what Bob has done with <laughs> his career yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he's gonna need some support after they lose the Emmy but yeah I'll come back no can I just say can I just say as cunty as all this is and as, I mean I enjoy every minute of it that I'm so proud of both of you I'm proud of Bob and this whole uh, this whole explosion of what you're doing and making magic happen and everybody's been saying that you need to do the pit stop all the time no offense Monet but he's saying <laughs> he's saying that you need to do it all the time and I had a great time working with you Monet I'm glad that you can tie with white people. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's progress. Is it progress? I'm hoping. You know, we happy- shall overcome. <laughs> you know it is. No, I love you too, Julie. And you know, look, anytime, let's talk, let's catch up. This is this has been a hoot. I love every minute of it. I love you, girl. Definitely. Come on, see me, bitches. You know where I'm at. Bob's been, been here. Oh, I'm coming to LA. Listen, I told Bob I had to make a trip to LA because I did this thing for Brian and they got me like a gaggle of weed and edibles and shit out there, oh. but you can't mail it. So I'm coming to LA to get my my stuff so I can come back to New York. I'm coming to LA. And when they asked me when it was like, Bob, can you go to pick up a package for me and bring it home? I said, Yeah, sure. And then I was like, wait, what's in it? She was like, <laughs> just like some weed and some oil. I was like, bitch. You put that no. my black ass up at no. fucking TSA and <laughs> thrown over the fucking nail. Business days at the TSA at LAX will fucking now, have you up like fucking Harambe, bitch. Listen, to be fair, TSA couldn't pick you up. You couldn't even do it on the boat. So don't even try. <laughs> 30 extra pounds, bitch. They wouldn't bother with you. You well, are down, TSA. You I'm are down TSA. 10 pounds since then, so. Oh, good for you. You look good, baby. You look nice. You look All nice. right, thank you for joining oh, us, y'all. Thank y'all you guys. Safe. Love thank you so much. One more. Mwah. Mwah. A, podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.